Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, hey, we're violating community guidelines, guidelines today here on this morning. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. This everything is backwards. I'm Brittany Broski, and this is I'm also Sarah Shower. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. So um, today we're going to be talking about MagCon. Well, first of all, I want to, mm-hmm. I just need to feel like we need to lay it out. We yes. just moved. We did just move. We're both fucking brain dead. Yeah. And um, I was in a really bad mood this morning and we're turning it around. Got a blueberry Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. So I was doing some breathing exercises in the car and my therapist taught me this one. You act like you're blowing on a hot bowl of soup. And it's just a long breath. Oh, nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah, that is really nice. I've never tried that. I usually do, like, the ice pack on my neck or on my chest. Does that help? Yeah. it's, like, a centering thing? Well, it just, like, takes you out of it. It, like, grounds you because now you're um, just focused on how cold it is. Because when you chew on it, it tastes bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you chew, chew on the ice packs <laughs> with the plastic <laughs> in it from Target. It's, like, that liquid to, like, preserve it forever. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, chewing on, like, a silica packet but, like, frozen. The gel, when it gets in between my gums, really calms me. I wonder why I can't see 30 yards ahead. <laughs> no, uh, so I similarly, I just got a new car, which I'm really happy yeah. about. Um, and I was crying on the way here because I was listening to uh, My Heart Will Go On on repeat. And yeah. That's um, Celine Dion. No, fuck, then not My Heart Will Go On. Um, I Will Always Love You. I Will Always Love You, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. They're, they're just ballads. And um, then I realized that I sweat through my shirt. And I'm just going to call it out before everyone else does. I know I'm going to put my hair up in here, but you guys are going to see it. Yeah. yeah, guys, relax. Chill out. Okay? <laughs> yes. We're sweaty fucking people. And it's not even hot in here anymore. Uh, yeah, the air is blowing right on us, so there's no excuse. Mm-hmm. Just glistening. <laughs> yes. But, All right. Yes. Similarly, <laughs> hold on, I'm not done. I sweat in my bikini line. Yeah. And, like, when we sit like this for long periods of time, I get up and I'm just like, oh, it feels like I pissed myself. Yeah. It's bad. I, I get that. Um, I leak. 
um, it's not even like I'm excited. Um, it's just like you know, my <laughs> underwear is just like oh, get a grip, you know. And it's that it's mystery liquid. Yeah. What is it? I, is it sweat? I don't. I don't know what it. It just. It's always there, and I'm like. I don't know, like people who can sleep in the nude. I've never understood that because I feel like I would just soak the the bat- mattress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you did sleep naked because you you got the night sweats. I, I have to keep my underwear on. I always <laughs> um, I get so sweaty at night, but I have to I take my clothes off. But my you underwear keep your spanks on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. These are my bedtime spanks. <laughs> yes. You never know when there's gonna be a candid picture. I gotta stop touching my hair and lifting up my arms. It's okay. But All right, what are we talking about today? MagCon. Guys, yes. it's officially come. I have been waiting for the MagCon episode because for the girls who know, they know. Mm-hmm. For the people that know, yes. they know. Yeah. And if you lived through this time, I'm here with you. I have a support group on Facebook if you guys want to join it. I haven't made it yet, but I probably will. And we've got a video up on the screen for all you YouTube watchers. If you are an audio listener, sucks to suck. We're still going to play it, I guess. It'll just be kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. This is a... Um, Famous. Hope this brings back some memories for you guys. Magon is my bay. Yeah, Magon is my day. Yeah. What do you know about that? I oh, Sorry. I've never actually heard that. Um, but I mean, like, she's a little kid, so I figured, like, you know, that that's probably Magcon's target audience. Yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how old were you in 2014? In 2014, I was 17. <laughs> I just imagine you getting off like the fourth grade bus, <laughs> just like a seventeen. No, MacCon was it was way too sexual to be geared towards fourth graders. It was definitely towards like late middle school, high schoolers. Oh my gosh, yeah, the grind on me thing. Yes, dude. And you would like hump the floor. Yeah, I used to watch Cameron Dallas grind on me compilations. <laughs> Did that make you feel like some sort of way? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It did. Oh wow. Do thirst traps work on you? Yeah, if they're hot yeah. enough. Yeah, I feel- when it's the cringe factor, when I can get past the, oh, what are you doing? Yeah, when they're hot enough, that's the perfect sweet spot. I feel that. I, I mean, I guess like a lot of, I mean, a girl's thirst traps are like different because it's like, but guys, it's just like, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, like you're like licking at the camera. Yeah, it, it makes me just weird. Yeah, you know what the latest one is? Is when I see. And this isn't on my for you page. Every time I see it, <laughs> I'm very proud of myself in this regard because. When cringy shit comes on my For You page, it's a stitch. Because I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? And oh, then yeah, I go yeah. down and it's like someone's stitching it. And so someone's about to roast them. And yeah. I'm like, yes. And so oh, that's yeah. usually how I see it. But I still see it. Yeah. And so I'll it'll be like a straight man. Cosmo, that weird trend that we talked about where it was like POV, I get arrested and you have to bail me out of jail. Like yeah. they're acting. Like yeah. they're cosplaying. Yeah. And they won't admit that. And so that sort of weird um, thirst trap? Yeah, I find myself digging sometimes because I'm such a sucker for a fan fiction, yeah. and it's these are fan fiction that men are writing about themselves. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is true. I am. I was trying to think. Um, yeah, but like you said, like you know, like a stitch is about to happen. I love seeing the original video first because it's it's something that doesn't belong on your for you page, and you're like, all right. I'm I'm seeing the beginning. Yeah. I'm witnessing. The, I'm feeling the original. like yeah. It's like um like you feel like the I don't know when like a lightning is about to strike. You're yeah. like oh fuck this is gonna this is something. The the air is electric. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> why is this man being sexist? Yeah. It's coming. It's yeah. coming. Yeah. That I love that about TikTok. Nothing goes unpunished. Mm-hmm. Even good deeds. Yeah. They don't go unpunished. <laughs> so anyway, um I lived so MagCon for those that don't know. Let's get into it. Um basically I mean. Context clues. You can tell that it was a bunch of cringy 
uh, white men, mm-hmm. teenage white men yes. in um, the mid two thousand mid twenty teens, mm-hmm. and that was enough. Did they have any spectacular skills or functions in society? No. Yeah. No. Right. Did they have any talents? No. No. <laughs> Were they hot? Some. Some of them. Okay. Yeah. Were they the most average white men that were allowed to have an, uh, a career online for existing? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's basically all you need to know, but we will go into what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised that you didn't, you weren't kind of, well, I'm not surprised that you weren't in it, but I'm surprised you don't know more about it because this was Vine. Oh, no. All I, was, of these... I was a member of MadCon. Well, yeah. I, I know you went to the convention. Yes, yeah. But no, I mean. Uh, the framed picture of you and Nash Greer in my living, in the living room. Our blue eyes just piercing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a laser pointer. Yeah. Um, I, well, I did know of them on Vine and I did like see them at a uh, playlist sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, but I never like watched their stuff because I even then I, I was too old for it. Like, right, yeah, right. I mean, at least when you were 17, you were like their age when they were doing it. And that is true. Which yeah. is cringe. Yeah. Oh, for me. Being the same age as someone else. Well, for someone doing that shit. Yeah. If they're grind on me challenge with four of my best guy friends. Yeah. And I'm in my bedroom is like, I can almost vote. And I'm like, yeah, turn this up. Come on. That is, I guess, yeah. But I mean, we all have our embarrassing crushes. Like, I remember when I... Okay, so like, I know this is not normal, but like, I thought you should choose who you had a crush on because I didn't know that I could be gay. So like, (laughs) everyone like was like Nick Jonas or... Um, Joe. Joe. And I felt so bad for Kevin. I was like, I kind of want to have a crush on Kevin. Yeah. And so I was this huge Kevin Jonas stan, because I I just felt bad for him. You're not supposed to be attracted to people out of pity. <laughs> so I like, but I understand. Oh, shit. <laughs> but I understand, like you having like a unconventional crush. You know, it's like, or like you are drawn to them. Yeah, yeah. It's more like um, humiliating. Yeah, I have a lot of humiliating crushes, mm-hmm. and some of them are animated. Yes, right. And yeah. I know a lot of you guys are out there that would agree. Mm-hmm. And I get DMs of um, you guys agreeing, but you won't do it publicly, will you? You won't tweet it. You'll DM it to me on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And that's just a shame because I am unabashed yeah. in my in <laughs> yeah. my crushing. Yes. All right. Let's kick it off. I'll take this. Don't okay. worry about it. MagCon, meet and greet convention, was a planned tour event featuring a group of teenage comedians and musicians. No way they described as comedians. They and weren't music. comedians. They were definitely uh, <laughs> funny looking, but I wouldn't say they were comedians. Oh, my God. On the that's just bastardizing the word comedian. But Sean Mendes was in this, right? For like a brief period of time. So I think that he's the musician of the group. Yeah. Well, Jack and Jack were also musicians, mm-hmm. but we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. <laughs> a group of teenage comedians and musicians on the video sharing site Vine. After touring for six months, the organizer announced in April 2014 that the remainder of the tour schedule had to be canceled as a result of the group's disbandment. Damn. Mm. Prompting hundreds of thousands of fans to lament the breakup of the Vine supergroup on Twitter. Me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lot of like little girls like the Beatles moment. Yeah. Oh, fuck. No. <laughs> Wait, no. You know what is like a crazy thing? Like the One Direction when they broke up. Yeah. Like wh- wasn't everyone like going crazy? Like, oh, that when- was one of the worst days of my life. Yeah. Yeah. What did that feel like? I um, left school early. Really? It was bad. It Wh- was because what hurt was knowing that. Because Zayn left. Yeah. That was when... Zayn left mid-tour. Yeah. This was what, March 2015, I want to say. Um, he left mid-tour. They had to finish the tour without him. Then they still 
like had signed with the label, they had to do like a four or five album deal. They had to make an album without Zayn. Yeah. So they had to do all that. What hurt the most about it is knowing he was unhappy. Yeah. So it burst this bubble of like the boys. Yeah. You know, like they all love each other. They're all brothers and they all, you know, they're all best friends. No bitch. Like when you are in an environment like that with that many people constantly touring, constantly going, constantly having to be on, like I, there's tension. Yeah. And we all knew it, but we were, you know, wanting to believe that that wasn't the case. And so that was what was heartbreaking is for him to come out and be like, I am miserable. Yeah. And I'm breaking off this contract and I'm mm-hmm. leaving the. And so when Liam did the same thing recently, it was just as bad. You yeah. know, it's like so many of the other people in the band have tried to conserve. Is conserve a word? My brain. Just, yeah. Conserve. My brain just like farted. Wait, is it? Yeah. Conservative. Conserve, yeah. yeah. Conserve. Then they tried to like preserve. Oh, preserve. The. Uh, the image of yeah. you know what this used to be and liam just goes on logan paul's podcast and blows it out of the water i think that was what was so upsetting that yeah. was why it was one of the worst days is because so much of my identity and my friendships and my time yeah. was spent loving them mm-hmm. and to know that like they weren't having fun was like okay well i'm not gonna have fun yeah that was so hard and then probably um when like a family member dies that's number two yeah <laughs> when Mima passed yeah and that oh, was yeah. number two for sure oh yeah so um that is really upsetting. I imagine, like, you know, if, if, if I mean, if you found out, like, Harry Styles was, like, was, like, just generally miser- miserable, like, that would be, like, devastating, oh, you know? Oh, I would be, I have to be, like, locked away. Yeah. Yeah. That would suck. It would suck. Just knowing that someone who brings you so much happiness is actually, like, hates their life. Yeah. What, dude? Oh, yeah. I guess, oh, now you're making me think about, like, people who, like, Robin Williams. Yeah, it definitely. It's the, well, that, it's a weird distinction between, like, comedians because, so I would say the majority of comedians are plagued with that burden. Yeah. When you know that you bring so many people joy, so much of your energy and time is spent giving, uh, it's given away to other people. Yeah. And you neglect yourself and you become miserable. So I would say most of the comedians that I like have similar. Would you agree? I would say musicians and comedians are like tortured, and but they express it in different ways. Yeah. But um, we're going to talk about the history of MagCon. It was created by Bart Bordelon in September 2013 after he met and became friendly with a young Vine star. In addition to a way for Viners to meet with their fans, the con was started as a way to support an anti-bullying campaign. <laughs> oh, my God. Stanley said, facts. This needs more attention. <laughs> Dude, like, was it the fans were being bullied for being MagCon fans? Or were the MagCon boys bullying people? <laughs> it's a meet and beat. You beat them and then they beat the shit out of you. You pay to beat the fuck out of Nash Greer. Um, as of April 2014, the tour has made stops in eight U.S. cities. Houston, what? Dallas, oh, wow. Orlando, D.C., Nashville, the Bay Area, Chicago, and San Diego. The tour began in Houston, Texas on September 28, 2013. Let's go. <laughs> Houston, uh, Texas, famous for the first ever MacCon tour. <laughs> Wait, was that the place where um, JFK was shot? Or Dallas. Was, okay, Dallas. Yeah, yeah. When we go, um, there's an X on the road where he died. So I, would, I can show you. <laughs> do you want that to happen to you? Like where you die, they put an X? Uh, yeah, I'm going to die in Louisiana, though. I've always said that. <laughs> Doing what? Lord knows. Oh, yeah. But I just know it's going to be. It's going to be down there. You're on a swamp tour and you fall fall backwards into the fan? Yeah, I'm going to be like knuckle deep in some crawfish and it's just going to like. 
Yes. And I'm going to pass. So, um, <laughs> Tickets are grouped into three tiers of admission. General admission, priority admission, and VIP experience. Uh, general admission allows ticket holders to enter the main event room to watch the Viners perform. Perform what? This is what I'm saying. Is like... They didn't have a skill. Yeah. Was this them doing like parkour on the stage? <laughs> I'm literally about to look it up. But the thing is, is if their skill was like humping the stage, like everyone, it'd have to be like a sort of like amphitheater sort of situation where like everyone can see down because, you know, how are you going to see everyone humping? Oh, God. And they were also teenagers. They Why were. would you watch this? Oh, my God. Imagine a parent watching like a grind on me recreation. I literally like, how do they stand in the back of the room and be like, yeah, I am so proud. Uh, um, they uh, it they so with the general admission you can watch the performance, but it doesn't allow them to meet the Viners. And I think Brittany is looking up a performance at MagCon, but I'm gonna just tell you about priority admission, which allows ticket holders all the privileges of general admission with a meet and greet with the Viners if there's time. If there's time, oh my God! Imagine paying extra for like a meet and greet, and they're like only if they have time. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So Brittany has this video of what is it? This is Mahogany Locks. Do you remember Mahogany Locks? Yes. Was a MagCon adjacent, a woman, the only woman in MagCon. But she wasn't in MagCon. She was just like friends with all the boys. And it was like, that was her thing. And she's one of the creators that like still does the type of content that she did Uh on Vine. Yeah. Like absolutely no growth. Uh But at the same time, if there's a loyal audience willing to watch that. Exactly. Slay. Why would you ever change? So it's definitely geared towards like. 13 14 year olds Mm -hmm. this is an example of what happened at MacCon. that's mahogany locks for all the audio listeners this is a room full of people crowded people there's a slightly elevated stage and there's a bunch of just teenagers on the stage and a dj booth and they're like throwing out glow wristbands to people Okay, so even, like, so in theater, like, you would get in a line so everyone can see you. These people are literally bunched up as if it's, like, you know, like, when you grind at, like, a school dance and there's just a clump? Like They're doing the WAP. They're doing the WAP. And these girls paid for this. All of these people paid probably $150 to be here. Look, it's all, like, 15-year-old girls in the crowd. It's all, like, 
they're just dicking around on stage. Yeah. She's so me with her mini ears. Yeah. Oh, this is really, sorry. There's now the crowd of young children is waving their <laughs> phone lights. It's literally like, oh my gosh, it looks, what the, what the fuck? This is insane. People paid to do this. You guys look up uh, MagCon Nashville Mahogany Locks. It's just a crowd of probably like 150 young women with their phones and the boys are on stage and the girls are singing. All right, here's the talent portion. They are attempting to dance. Attempting to dance. And what what was his name? I knew him. That's not Hayes. That was someone else. Okay, so you know like that thing of where like one of your friends can dance and then everyone else kind of just like bops around them or like barely moves um, and they're completely unaware of their body movements? That's everyone else in the video. I am so enraptured with this, dude. This was such a... Look, Taylor Kniff, famous transphobe. Uh. Absolutely not nailing the cat daddy on stage, just really actually butchering it. This is insane to think people, what people will pay for mm -hmm. just to see the person they love. Yeah. This is a prime example of internet people not knowing what they're doing. Yeah. They just show up, they sell tickets, and they think we're going to get rich, mm -hmm. right? We're going to meet the fans, we're going to get rich, let's go on tour. Yeah. Whatever that is, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing. Tana uh, capitalized on that too. It doesn't fucking matter yeah. because people just want to see you. And they're young enough and mushy brained enough to know that like, or to not know that they're not really being delivered a product yeah. or a quality of a show. It's just seeing you in person because that is probably the most exciting thing that's ever happened to them in yeah. their 13 years of life. Um, if you put an age limit on these shows, no one would be there. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Everyone is under 18. Yeah. I think it's also interesting that these kids, because they are kids at this time. They were teenagers. Cameron Dallas was always the oldest one. He was like 23 doing this shit with these teenagers. Interesting. It was always this like, they all look like, oh, stop, stop. Like, don't put me on stage. Don't yeah. make me sing. Don't make me sing. Like that sort of thing. Yeah. And it's like, no, dude, you eat this up. It's so, it's like I'm watching animals at a zoo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, at I mean, at least with Harry Styles, he has talent, but also like, at least like, you know that he's kind and like, you can pretty much just like, you know, that's his personality. It'd be fun to watch even yeah. if he didn't sing. This like, they were just known for being hot. Being hot. So like, it wasn't even like, they were super personable. Yeah. They were like, bruh and hot, you yeah. know? So it's like, so it's, even if you just were to meet them, it'd be like, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. I'd I be bro hot. You, I just stare at him. What do you do? This. <laughs> Flex for me. Um, That's so insane. And I was I was swept up in this. I will be honest. Not this. Whatever yeah. this was. I never went to MagCon. But I definitely kept up with the, <laughs> the boys. boys. Yeah. Because they were hot. And when they would do collabs with each other, when all of this migrated to YouTube and Vine died, yeah. and I watched all that, it was like, you got to see their personality, and it was like, they're so funny. Yeah. Like, they would, we would be such good friends. And then mm -hmm. I look back, and I was like, ow, ow. I don't know why it's so, like, intoxicating. Well, I mean, you assume beautiful people are good people. Mm. Like, beauty with good. Like, that's why, like, monsters are always, like, ugly. Because, like, the uglier someone is, the, quote-unquote, more evil they are. I think that the purple monster from Monsters, Inc. was kind of hot. Purple monster. With the Medusa head snake. 
She, was she dated gorgeous. Mike Wazowski. She was beautiful. Yeah, so not all monsters are ugly. No, I don't think that they're ugly, <laughs> but I mean, like, the reason why, like, Beauty and the Beast, he was ugly when he was, uh... The Beast. The Beast, yeah, but then when he was a man, like, because we, you know, beauty means you're a good person, and ugly means you're bad. No, period. Yeah. <laughs> but li- I honestly, actually, uh, someone who I think is hot that's a monster is Ursula. Mm. I thought that she was like I loved her voice. I loved like the, her business that she was running because mm. she was honestly really fair with Ariel. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, she was like, if you you uh, give me your voice and I give you legs, the long arm of the law, yeah. Ursula. You think about the American healthcare system as it is today. Uh-huh. If someone's like, if you want legs, just give me your voice. That's actually pretty like affordable. Hey, eye for an eye. Yeah, tit for tat. Yeah, and so, but I I think that she was hot and cool. Sure. Yeah. In like a aunt that used to beat you type of way my aunt used to beat me exactly. <laughs> she actually wasn't cool god i fucking hated her oh my god every time i see her oh, whatever um because she would always come watch us when my mom was on deployment and she was just awful yeah yeah i hate her but there's also the vip experience of MagCon, <laughs> which allows ticket holders to have a guaranteed meet and greet one MagCon signature t-shirt and a general admission ticket for the opposite day Oh my God! You're you have to go twice. This is a two day event. Jesus! But what about the people who go on the second day? Can you only get VIP for the first day? That's a confusing business model. Exactly. Madcon, I have some consultation, <laughs> some <laughs> consulting I'd, I'd like, like to, to offer. Re- return my yeah. Yeah, I think also so many people. I used to watch fan edits mm. of people who would make romance. What? People who would make romantic edits out of the photo they got with like Jack Galinsky uh-huh. at MagCon. They would make like one of those, what's on TikTok now of like, it's a song, but it's just the still image and it like transitions to another still image and then another. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like yeah. very iMovie. Yeah. It used to see that on like YouTube and Vine of the time I met Jack. <laughs> Whatever is like our love story. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. People would buy tickets for that sole purpose. Yeah. Just to get that picture. I wonder if some of them even went to the show. Because what is the show? <laughs> Nothing. Um, but I mean I wouldn't doubt that people just paid for the picture. The boys are boys. Um but I mean that doesn't uh, we actually haven't even told you guys the members of the group. I mean we've touched on some of them, but there were 12 Vine stars, uh, both comedians and musicians. We use the word comedians loosely. Um, there was Cameron Dallas who had 3.9 million followers, which was huge at the time. Now that I feel is like massive at the time. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty average today. There was Mahogany Locks who had over 320,000 followers. That's nothing. But I mean at the peak of Vine for you, what did you sit at? Like 850? That, you were one of the top creators but, on the app. Like, that's insane. But I didn't go on tour. So for her to go on tour and have that number is mm. actually really crazy to me. It's also such a, not convoluted, but it's, like, very strategic. Mm-hmm. I feel like she hung out with people that yeah. she knew to hang, out, to hang out with. Yeah. And she's always, I mean, she's still on TikTok to this day with, like, I do the da 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 prank on my boyfriend. Yeah. And I'm like, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) They get millions of views. I'm like, exactly. That is crazy. She makes music. Oh, she does? Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, we're following an outline here, but I want to kind of jump around. A lot of these people made music. Mm -hmm. Cameron Dallas signed a record deal. Holy shit. Like, put out a few songs. Jack and Jack, yeah, okay, 
the music was kind of good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a lot of Jack and Jack music saved on my Spotify. Yeah. And I'll be honest about that. And my SoundCloud. This is actually crazy. You said Cameron Dallas. Cameron Dallas was the older one. He's older than me. I'm telling you, dude. That's crazy. He's like, he was too old to be doing all that. Oh, my God. What the feeling? Yeah. Um, um, but a lot of them made music that was just kind of independent. Yeah. And it took off. And I'm trying to think how. Because I used to watch some of these music videos on YouTube. But on Vine, mm-hmm. it was too short to, like, sample a song. Yeah. Or to be, like, my new single. Like, mm-hmm. I never, I don't remember seeing music promo on Vine. Yeah. Um, I kind of do. But it's, like, it was so hard yeah. to do a, I mean... Unless part of the chorus was like six seconds, maybe, or the drop or something like that. I know EDM drops were pretty easy to do on Vine because... And that was a lot of it. Yeah. A lot of this music, it was like super dubstep EDM, yeah. like beat drop. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I can't imagine that. I'll, I don't know how they did it. Yeah. Also, Jack and Jack, he, they, he, they had uh, 3.2 million followers. Um, and then there was Shawn Mendes, which every, like, that's crazy. Shawn Mendes has had 2.1 million followers. But Jack and Jack is a duo. They're both named Jack. There's one short one, and then you like the tall one that's tan. Oh, God. Yeah. What year were you born? Wouldn't you like to know? Just enter the year you were born. This is like an alcohol website where you have to like put in. 2001. <laughs> I wasn't born in that year, for the record. Hmm. This was Jack and Jack, dude. Yeah, I used to read Jack Galinsky fan fiction. He was the one on the left. One on the right is Jack Johnson. Unfortunate you share the same name as one of the best musicians ever to do it. I have never listened to Jack Johnson, but I've heard good things. Um, yeah. the Jack Johnson here looks like Harry Potter. If he if he was actually if Draco and Harry Potter had a son. Um, and they were non-binary. Yes. And then Jack Galinsky looks like. Um, Hot. Sexy. She's an American horror story. Her mom was a model. She? She was no, not her. Um, it's not him. <laughs> not him. Not him. Okay. Um, look, she's dating a, an older guy. What's that girl's name? Um, Lady Gaga. No. Um, American Horror Story. Mom is a model. Fuck. What's her name? Uh, Kaya Gerber. It. So this Jala- Jacqueline looks like a male version of Kaya Gerber. All right, we're pulling up a side by side because Kaya Gerber dates Austin Butler. I. That's why I thought you would know it. I feel like you would I didn't know Kaya Gerber was in American Horror Story. Um, yeah, oh, she was, fuck, you're right. She was absolutely atrocious in American Horror Story. It was so... I, 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 I was supposed to believe that she was a serial killer and that she had like was what evil. What season? Um, it was the one where it's like... Um, the newer one, I'm blanking on it. But it was like American Horror Stories. I see what you mean, I guess. Okay. I am not... For the record, I'm not agreeing. Just out of principle. Yeah. I'm actually really good at describing what people look like. I you should be are. like a, I should witness a crime so I can describe to like a p- sketch artist. You should be the sketch artist. I should. <laughs> they have the same nose and eyes and mouth and eyebrows. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave them up there. And then uh, in the comments, doesn't Jack Johnson look like Draco and Harry if they had a son? Doesn't he look like the aforementioned description? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, so there's also more members. Matthew Espinoza, um, who had 3 million followers. He and- DM'd me. Really? He DM'd me. Yo, bro, you're so funny. Let's collab. Blocked. What you're the fuck? You're blocked. Why- when? Like, probably two months ago. What? I know! That's a random. I said, you're blocked. 
That's so weird. Um, there's also Nash Greer, and Nash Greer is probably the most famous in that he had those piercing blue eyes. Miley Cyrus, scary blue eyes. Yeah, you know that meme of like blue-eyed people just always like stare into your soul. <laughs> That's exactly what Nash Greer looks like. He's had a crazy comeback because he has a, a wi- I guess, a wife and two yeah. babies, and I think it's like because when you become like a dad, like people care about you more, or people like they think that you've matured. You probably haven't, but like now you have kids, so everyone's like, "Oh, he's different." He's a dad. Yeah. Um. Who else? We'll get into like spe- specifically who these people are if you guys want the tea. But Nash had a brother named Hayes. There were you either a Nash girl or a Hayes girl. Mm-hmm. Carter Reynolds was another one, and I would like to just drive the point home that all of these people are carbon copies of each other. Yes. It's the same man seven times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like one of them has a mole in a different place. Yeah. And one's blonde. <laughs> and one's blonde. Taylor Kniff, 1.1 million. Mm-hmm. Again, famous transphobe. All right. So here's the development of MagCon. Between September 2013 and March 2014, the tour made stops in eight U.S. cities, during which the members continued to update their Vine feeds with videos from the events. Tour stops featured photo opportunities with the Viners for fans, a dance party featuring DJ Mahogany Locks. That's what that was. So that was just simply a dance party. Mm -hmm. Performances by the musician Viners that sometimes gave the opportunity for fans to come on stage and the opportunity to buy merchandise. On April 17th, 2014, a few members of the MagCon announced the tour would be disbanding. Carter Reynolds tweeted that he would miss his fellow Viners, saying... What did he say? I have to know! I'm going to miss the family. Love y'all. Not 54,000 likes! Oh, wow. And one quote retweet. Oh, my God. This photo needs to be in American History Museums. (laughs) 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 This needs to be in the MoMA. It's in the Library of Congress. Literally, this needs to be framed in one of those gilded portraiture frames. It's right before the photo of John Hinckley shooting the president. Damn. Um, At least it'd be in chronological order. Of course, yes. Um, There's also, like, the fan reactions of that. I imagine a lot of young women were very devastated. Um, That same day, fans began using the hashtag... Cut for MagCon. Oh, fuck me. A call to post self-harm photos often staged similar to cutting for Bieber. Are you joking? That is... I can't even imagine why that... Okay, I understand that they're young, but uh, young people, your first thought is hurt yourself? Maybe it's this point of view of like, I need to show them how deeply this affects me. Yeah. I need to show them that they just ruined my life. They have the first taste of, like, manipulation, where, Ooh. like, someone's like, I'm going to hurt myself so you care about me. Maybe that was their knee-jerk reaction, mm. but they haven't yet, they have yet to realize that that's a very unhealthy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In less than 24 hours, the hashtag was tweeted out over 20,000 times. Other related trending hashtags included RIP MagCon, which was tweeted out over 66,000 times, and hashtag MagCon, which jumped from approximately 52,000 mentions on April 16th to more than 731,000 mentions on the morning of April 18th. And I can guarantee the majority of them are making fun of MagCon. (laughs) Not like, we're going to miss the boys. Yeah. It's like, you guys are stupid. This is dumb. Yeah. Well, I mean, the difference between RIP MagCon, which is probably people who care, is 66,000. And then just MagCon in general is like 731,000. So, yeah. yeah, They're just making fun of MagCon. Yeah. 
Um, also on April 18th, Nash Greer posted a video to his YouTube channel titled MadCon Ending? Question mark exclamation point. In the video, Greer explains that because his management team, which consists of his father and two family friends, could not reach an agreement with the director of MagCon, the tour under that name would be disbanding, though he still plans on touring with his fellow Viners because of his desire to spend time with them and to meet his fans. He ended the video with a long list of assurances that the group would still be creating content together while Bob Marley's Everything is Gonna Be Alright played in the background. It's copyright claimed and then all of the audio is just like cut out. So it's just like Nash Greer like... Yeah, just, just silence. Yeah. Damn. Oh my god, there was a biography tribune. Who are the Mag Boys? Um, Stanley says it's extremely outdated but kind of funny. Um, the name MagCon stands for meeting, meeting and Greeting Convention, and the group is composed of nine talented actors, musicians, and comedians. Like, you're kidding. That's actually true. Are they actors? Cameron Dallas was in movies. I think Nash Greer was in a movie. Key and Lolly and J.C. Kalen were in movies. Cameron Dallas IMDb. Do you know that we have an IMDb before yeah. this podcast? That's crazy. Um, what did he do? Cameron Dallas was in Expelled. Um, it was in a, twenty a classic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty fourteen. He was in American Odyssey in twenty fifteen, and then he was in the Outfield in twenty fifteen. Wait a second, American Odyssey. No, there's. N- I don't know any of these movies. I don't know why you would. I. <laughs> if you did, I'd be concerned. I'm a huge movie buff. <laughs> you know, I did all these on Letterbox, and they're yeah. just not. Oh, we should do an episode on letterbox reviews. We should. Like the most, I there's a Twitter account that I follow. It's about unhinged like letterbox reviews. It's like love that. Yeah. Um, um Silence of the Lambs, great documentary. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love documentaries. The name Magcon. Okay. Cameron Dallas. These are just like poorly. Uh, these are like little tidbits about them. Oh yeah, these are the biographies. For for example, Cameron Alexander Dallas uh, was born on the 8th of September, 1994, so he is older than me. He's as old as Harry Styles. I'm as old as Harry Styles. Oh, dude, I saw, like, um, you ever have those those apps that, like, throw you back so you can see, like, your old posts? Time hop? Yeah. Um, I saw one from, like, four years ago where I was, like, super depressed when I found out that Post Malone is younger than me. He was, like, a year younger than me, and I was like, oh, my God, Post Malone is 22. And I, I was at work wow. at the time. But that destroys you. Like, you ever find out, like, someone is younger than you? I understand, like, going in with the knowledge that, like, someone is younger than you. But finding out someone is younger than you is, like... Sure. Are you fucking serious? I don't have that about... I don't... I don't... Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Where are we? What was I going to say? I don't center it around myself. Like, I do it... From celebrities to other celebrities. Like, when I found out Cardi B was younger than Ariana Grande, oh. I was like, what? Oh, wow. Maddie Healy from the, the 1975 is older than Hosier. What? It's just shit like that where it's like, I guess we just didn't know how old these people are. Yeah. Everyone feels like 26. Uh-huh. Like, in the entertainment industry. It's like, you're 26 and you stay 26 forever. Yeah. Until you're a woman and you get one wrinkle, then you're 40. Yes. And then it's like, I don't, so there's no standard. And we also don't recognize our own aging. Yeah. And so when you're like, oh my God, Post Malone's younger than me. It's like, well, that's only, what, a three, four year difference? One year difference? One year difference. Okay, well then that's literally nothing at all. Yeah. But you still were like, oh my God. It's also because we judge ourselves on the level of success. Yeah. When we're not even in the same industry, in the same like vein of 
entertainment as them. Yeah, I also think at the time, I'm not, sorry, Post Malone, but like he did look older to me. So that's oh, why. Oh, he's always looked like 26, 27. Yeah, and that's why he got this tattoo. He's always tired, you exactly. know? Um, but like, yeah. And then there's also things of where like you find out someone is a lot older than they actually are, like Jason Earls. Like, yeah. I think that we were all shocked to find out he was, like, 30 during the filming of Hannah Montana yeah. and stuff like that. Even this, when people were like, Cameron Dallas is how old? Yeah, that's... It's like, what are you doing, dude? The thing is, is if I'm kind of in the same age as him, I can't imagine at 21 hanging out with people who are 17. Yeah. Like, I, 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 in, I mean, maybe, like, if they're my cousins, but I can't... I will say this, though. At the beginning of TikTok, late 2019, early 2020, all of us found ourselves in the spotlight and whatever since yeah because the nature of tiktok and an app like that that's so democratic allows anyone to go viral mm -hmm. the mcfarlands that's like a dad and sons mm -hmm. the dad's like 50 something they were going viral at the same time that like charlie and me and spence wall you yeah. know and like people like that it's like there is no um correct age that a tiktoker should be so that first playlist live i ever went to was february of 2020 right before the world shut down and i was at parties with 17 year olds and i was 22 yeah and i was like i didn't even think about it yeah because i was like oh we all do the same the same thing like we all have similar interests we all know about tiktok we know the same music we know the same people we know this and that it was never on my mind until someone brought it up to me and yeah. i was like you know what that is really weird yeah that i'm at parties i'm drinking alcohol around 16 and 17 year olds made me feel real bad yeah made me feel icky but that was never a perspective that i considered yeah. you know because i was like we all do the same job because we do yeah and i think that's the fun nature of the internet is you know I have friends that are in their 60s. Yeah. And I have friends that are still in high school. And yeah. I think that there's something to be learned from both. Mm -hmm. You know, like my siblings, I learned so much from them. They just started college and I graduated in 2018. It's like we have very similar interests, but they grew up in a different generation than I did. Mm -hmm. And people who on, are on TikTok that are in their 50s and 60s that I'm friends with, we have similar shared interests and I have so much to learn from them. And so it's just, it's cool when you think about it in yeah. that way. But the internet loves to frame things yeah. in a nasty, predatory, derogatory way. Yeah, And that's just not how life is a lot of the time. But I do appreciate, mm -hmm. you know, drawing attention to it. Because when you look back at things like this, like MagCon, it's like... What were we doing? Yeah. What were they doing? I would say, like, I mean, yeah, it's different. Like, if you seek out children to be friends with, you're creep. You're weird. But you all were invited to playlist, and you're all in the same hotel, and it's like we all are doing the same thing. I right. think, so maybe what's creepier in this situation with Cameron Dallas isn't that he's hanging out with 17-year-old boys, is that he knows that his audience and his fans his teenage are- teenage girls. That's creepy. Ooh. And that's when it's like, ew. Yeah. Ew. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Cameron Dallas launched his career in September 2012. He began by uploading videos on Vine, playing pranks and jokes on his friends and family. Within two years, Dallas already had over 8 million followers, and his popularity soon expanded to social media platforms, gaining over 20 million followers on Instagram, 11 million on Twitter. Um, he starts doing stuff with Awesomeness TV. He gets cast in all the movies Sarah recently mentioned according to authoritative sources it has been estimated that dallas's net worth is as high as 4.5 million dollars uh stanley did write a note that this is horribly written and according to authoritative sources 
Yeah, bad. His, his mom and dad. Literally. Yeah. It's him typing it. <laughs> yes. He's worth five million dollars. <laughs> you like sign like mom and like crayon. <laughs> um, Cameron Dallas is mad fucking rich, mad handsome, and sick as fuck. Yes. Post. Uh, when it comes to his love life, do you want to talk about Cam- Who fucking cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's 30. All and, right. Yeah. The next one, take it away. The Sean Mendez. I think that he's the most... Yeah, famous of this group. Easily. Yeah. He's one of the most famous people in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, born Sean Peter Raul Mendez. Let's go, Raul! <laughs> oh, sorry. On the 8th of August, 1998, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Of Portuguese and English ancestry, he is the son of Manuel Mendez, a businessman, and his wife, Karen. He has a younger sister named Aaliyah, with whom he spent his childhood in Pickering, Ontario. Sean went to Pine Ridge Secondary School, where he played hockey and soccer, but also expressing his performing arts skills including acting and singing. He's so talented. Actually, he's more talented than everyone else he in the group. Is. I love Sean Mendes! He learned to play guitar on his own through YouTube tutorials. And didn't you learn how to play the banjo through I YouTube? did. Yeah. And I'm friends with the guy who made the tutorials I watch. Oh, his shit. His name's Jim, and he's 60-something, and he lives in Appalachia. You were talking about your 60-year-old friends. Yeah. Who you have something to learn from. Exactly. And the banjo. Yes. Um... So you're the next Sean Mendez. Um, and they do say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he began uploading covers of songs on YouTube and Vine. The Vine, again, how do you, I mean, I guess he did sing a little bit. Yeah, of course. But six I seconds? mean, there were, I, yeah, Tori Kelly. Yeah. That's how I found out about Tori Kelly was, mm-hmm. sun is out and I'm feeling okay. Remember that? Oh, fuck yeah. They used to do, like, singing challenges were still a thing on Vine and yeah. YouTube. And, and if you liked what you saw, they were like, check out my YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so I would, that's how I found out about a lot of musicians. I feel like the human instinct to perform for each other yeah. is so cute. And we found a way to make it work on Vine. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I'm sure he posted little six-second covers. And the people were like, he's hot. <laughs> and then he went viral. Yeah. That's definitely how it went. Uh, he signed with Island Records. Is Island Records part of something bigger? Uh, Island Def Jam. They had a merger and then they dismerged. Oh, okay. It's a whole T. Oh. Um, in January of 2014, after he discovered he was discovered by Andrew Gertler. Unfortunate last name. Yeah. Gertler? Gertler. Sarah Gertler. 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 Is it, which one's worse, Shower or Gertler? Gert, sorry. How Gertler. about if you said... Um, Oh my god, his life must have been a fucking nightmare during that. (laughs) Oh my god, we have to do an episode on Ermagerd girl. Dude, what was uh, so we went to Miami and we had a there was a guy who worked at the club where we did our show and his name was uh, Marco. And it went Britney says like polo and uh, he's like, I I know that every day of his fucking life he has heard that. Well he should have thought about that before he picked that name. Exactly. Um But I get it. Also, my last name's Shower, so it's it's just so annoying. Um, but his debut single, Life of the Party, do you know that song? No. Um, came out the same year. In 2015, he released, released his debut studio album, Hard Written, which topped both Handwritten. Con- oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. He released his album, Hard On. I'm, I'm in a mood. <laughs> um, which topped both the Canadian albums and U.S. Billboard 200 charts. Oh, my God. Achieving stardom in short time and only continuing with the albums uh, Illuminate and Shawn Mendes. Slay. Uh, with both being on top of the U.S. Billboard 200 chart. Uh, most recently, he re- released the new single, If I Can't Have You. Oh, this is a dated dated article yeah he's had some smash hits he truly has have you been seeing the fucking trailer lyle the crocodile no i haven't wait what's lyle the crocodile this movie 
did where he's just like an animated singing crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny. We have to watch it. Sean Mendes coming out of the marsh. Lyle the Crocodile. So we're watching um, a snippet of Lyle the Crocodile trailer. Hey, it's Sean Mendes, the voice of Lyle. <laughs> we're so excited for you to see the new trailer for our new movie, Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Watch it now. He is just so beautiful and talented. When no one There it is! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, I want to get to the point in my career where I can voice an animated animal yeah. and just show that I can sing. That, That's literally what he did. Do you think that he pitched that movie or like someone was like, we need Shawn Mendes? I have no idea. And when it comes back and has terrible reviews and everyone's like shocked yeah i hope sean mendez i know you're watching this is not we're not judging you for this <laughs> this is a beautiful piece of cinema and i cannot wait to watch it <laughs> yes. but i do recognize that um you're a great singer you don't have to do this <laughs> sean mendez you don't have to do this i figured they probably got paid like at least 300 dollars. i mean at least enough to like go to subway <laughs> uber there and back yeah, mm -hmm. Uber to Subway and back. <laughs> not even get the sandwich, <laughs> just Uber to Subway. Just go smell yes. the inside of a Subway. Um, but yeah, that movie is coming out when? <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait for this one. It's coming out. Damn, we'll never know. October 7th. Ooh. Uh, we'll be throwing a viewing party. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go into the theater and record it on my iPhone. <laughs> yes. And upload it to just Lively. Go, go live on TikTok. It's Brittany Broski is live. It's just like recording the full <laughs> Lyle Lyle Crocodile movie. And then part of the live is just like, excuse me, ma'am. You can't film in here. Excuse me. Yes. I have rides. Someone stands up and like gets, oh, I love those. Like, I, I love those horrible movies that you watch like on like a third party site where like yeah. you see people stand up in yeah. the movie theater oh my god i used to live in south korea in sixth grade yeah and um we lived in seoul uh -huh. but there was uh the air force base was in osan and there were all these markets outside of all the american military bases and so we would go to osan we would go wherever and we would buy <laughs> pirated movies yeah and it literally was that but they would burn them onto a dvd yeah and print out the real movie like poster yeah but in korean yeah and so it was like Mamma Mia, but it was written in Korean lettering, yeah. and it still had like Amanda Seyfried on it or whatever. And then um, the movie would be dubbed in Korean, yeah, but it would have English subtitles. It was so slay. I still have some, and there I watched one recently, and I was like, "That's so fucking funny," because that's how yeah. we used to see a lot of American movies. Mm -hmm. But they were and some sometimes they would be in English, and then they would be dubbed in Korean. You couldn't get rid of the subtitles because it was filmed. It was recorded. Yeah, I mean, that's like the first like ever like deep fried meme. Yes. Where it's like a filming of a movie. Piracy. And then you can't change the language settings and you have, yeah. Yeah, love that. I think we should bring back pirating movies. Was <laughs> that you wouldn't download a car? You wouldn't download a car. You don't know me. <laughs> I would speak for yourself. <laughs> yes. Um, but moving along, there's Nash Greer, a little bit more about him. Born Hamilton Nash Greer. Oh, we weren't done with Sean. We weren't done with Sean. What do you mean? When it comes to his love life, he was in a relationship with Haley Baldwin. Did you know that? No. Before uh, she dated, before she became Haley Bieber. Oh, and my. And of course, Camilla. 
God. Be back. Okay. I didn't know that. Sean Mendez. Haley. Yeah, dude. Wow. God, Sean Mendez is just. Oh, I'm going to say something controversial. Do it. Sean Mendez could be Harry Styles if he wanted to. Uh huh. He could do it. Okay. He is a Chelsea boot, <laughs> bare chested, yeah. soft, feminine, fucking talented man. Yes. He could do it. Mm-hmm. And we are waiting on Sean Mendez's Harry era. I am here for it. I am ready. Yeah. I want him to go balls to the wall and just commit. Yeah. Because he could do it. I feel like he very easily could. Um. Anyway, we can move on to Nash Greer now. I'll allow it. Nash Greer. Um, we did touch on him. Born Hamilton Nash Greer um, on the 28th of December, 1997 in Greensboro, North Carolina. Oh, hell yeah. <coughs> he is the second born <laughs> child to Elizabeth Floyd and her now ex-husband, Chad Greer. Um, he has an older brother, Will Greer, who um, has been drafted by the Carolina Panthers in the 2019 National Football League. <laughs> oh my God! Imagine, imagine standing on the like a looking. Oh shit! This is it. This is. There's like oh, we're looking at a photo of Nash Greer's eyes. They're just piercing and blue and terrifying. It's like a White Walker from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. Just imagine, like, you know, facing off against the Carolina Panthers and their defensive linemen. Like, he looks like, he's like, are you related to Nash Greer? <laughs> he's got his eyes. <laughs> he's just, like, standing in a line, just, like, piercing blue eyes. <laughs> oh, he does look like a White Walker. He is a White Walker. Mm-hmm. Damn. Good for him. Where's the picture? I hate when they do this, when I'm looking for the picture and it just disappears. Mm-hmm. So Nash became interested in comedy while a freshman at Davidson Day School. He soon discovered the Vine platform and began uploading short comedy videos. His popularity increased and he joined the touring group MagCon Boys. Since then, Nash has achieved world fame with over 12 million followers on Vine, 4.5 million subscribers on YouTube, and has over 9 million followers on Instagram. He has pursued an acting career as far uh, he's been featured in films such as The Outfield. Oh, he was a co-star to Cameron Dallas. Oh, yeah. Yo, dude, we have to watch it. It's a total boys club. Um, it is. Fight Club, but for Viners. Yeah. The first rule of... Oh, no. Fuck it. Um, there's the first also- rule of Fight Club is you have to have blue eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, there's You Get Me in 2017. If you ever wondered, Nash Greer's net worth is estimated at... Three million dollars. Again, th- he wrote this. If you ever wondered, Nashker's were- fucking uh, net worth <laughs> yes. is actually like seventeen million fucking bazillion dollars. <laughs> but um, Cameron and Nash, like they like wrote about each other. Yeah, yeah. I got you, bro. Yeah. Um, undoubtedly, his wealth will increase further in the upcoming years, assuming he successfully continues his career. When it comes to his love life, he is engaged to Taylor Giavases, with whom he is just expecting a child. So this is old because he does have does have two, two children now. Yeah. Daddy, Daddy Greer. Mm-hmm. That's what they call him. <laughs> Daddy Greer. Daddy Greer. That is so wild. That he's a father. Yes. And he was born 97. Damn. You should have two kids by now, too. Could you imagine? I should have seven. You should. <laughs> and I have. <laughs> the state took them all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is wild. Can dude. you imagine having two kids right now? No! Oh my god. I forgot to eat yesterday. <laughs> I can't feed people. I couldn't take care of two kids. That is so crazy to think about. Like there are people who are my age that have children. It's a normal it's a completely normal thing, but it's also like I couldn't imagine. Normalize 
not ever having kids. Yeah. Because the world is going to burst into flames in probably 25 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> fuck. You, you, I want to have a child and the placenta comes out and it's just a little silica gel packet. Yeah. Because of all the microplastics I digest. Oh. Could you imagine if just in the placenta was just like, <gasps> Legos! Yeah. I, can I ask you something personal? Yeah. Were you a C-section baby? No. Okay. My mama had an epidural. Really? Pushed me out. My mom. Why do I give C-section vibes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can I ask you something? <laughs> Sorry, I just like got a vibe. I just like, I don't know. Um, you just like smell like it. Um, my head was so big, they had to get like a little plunger and like. <laughs> and then I came out with my mom. I remember when my sister was born. Wait, are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. A little plunger on my head, and my head was just lumpy and stuff. What the fuck? It's a- literally a device like a plunger. They suction cup it to the top of your soft baby brain. Baby plunger <laughs> during birth. You're teaching a baby how to use a plunger? Well, it's, okay, vacuum extraction. That's a little bit more classy. They sucked you up with a hand vac. Oh, my God, I looked at images. Oh. Uh, that was oh. you. What's, that's literally what you went through. I know, but I didn't, I didn't look down the barrel. You know, I was coming out. Yeah, it's, um, that's fair. It's different. The <laughs> circle of life is gorgeous. Um, there's also Jack and Jack if you'd like to take it away. <laughs> I'm not done. What would no. you say about your sister? Um, my sister, I don't remember. Mom told us to leave because she was so upset and we had to go buy a bunch of pizza for her. And then why she- were you in the room as she was giving birth? Yeah, I don't know, but that's probably why she was upset. <laughs> um, but like, I all I remember since I was, I was literally like three. This is like one of my first memories was just getting a fuck ton of pizza and then my mom ate like two pizzas. Great. Yeah. Your mom is so... <laughs> Girl boss? <laughs> yes! yes. Uh, it's pizza and wine o'clock. Yes. Her giving birth. My sister was born with a cone head. <laughs> really? <laughs> my brother was ten and a half pounds. <laughs> I was the only normal one. How I just had you... a big fucking head. How much and I did was you bald. weigh? What? How much did you weigh? Like seven pounds. Oh, yeah. That is pretty normal. Yeah. My brother was just big gino baby. <laughs> big gino enormous <laughs> baby. <laughs> Literally boss baby. Oh my god. Now he's like six four. Did your sister have to wear like corrective gear? No. She wasn't a helmet baby. They kinda just flipped her upside down and placed her on the hard floor. Oh yeah. It's it's like when you're molding glass. Just like rubber in a circle. (laughs) Um no, she just was a cone head and it went away after a few weeks. Oh, okay. And one of them I forget, I don't care. One of my siblings had uh the (laughs) umbilical cord wrapped around their neck. And they were like yellow. <laughs> Turned out fine. <laughs> when you get suffocated, why would you turn yellow? Uh, her liver was failing. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Oh wow. Yeah. That's something. That's not even the umbilical cord. Yeah, it was something. So her liver's failing, and she's choking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we got a red alert. <laughs> yes. Um, one of my earliest memories of my Sierra had just been born, mm-hmm. and I was six, and um, I was with my nana, and she was like, "Your sister's here. Let's go to the hospital." And I was like. I want to watch Spongebob. Yeah. Like, I remember sitting in my little chair and I was like, do we have to go? I don't want to. Yeah. So, love that. Love you, sister. And um, thank you. Thank you for all the memories. Brittany has grown to love you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was hard at first. It was a learning curve, but Mm -hmm. we made it. Now, if it's your birthday, she's going to turn off the Spongebob (laughs) and be there for you. I'll make an effort now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cutting into my Spongebob time. (laughs) All right. We're almost at the hour, but I'm not done. We're powering through this because Jack and Jack is what I've been waiting on. Mm -hmm. So we're going back. Nash, you silly goober. Get off the screen. We're going back to Jack and Jack. Would you like to take it away? 
Oh, I just asked you, but I can. Jack Finnegan Galinsky was born. Finnegan? Finnegan, yeah. On the 10th of September, 1995 at Omaha, Nebraska. You huge Nebraska head? (laughs) Oh, my God. This is such a... This is such a okay. This is like the whole point of this podcast is yes. that this is so niche and it's so internet. Yeah. But for the people that lived through this, you're welcome. There was this uh, musician uh-huh. called DJ Rupp. Yeah. Who was friends with Jack and Jack, and there was another musician rapper named Skate Maloli. Yes. And Sammy Wilkinson, and they were all these musicians that thought they could rap. Some of them c- could, you know, carry a tune, carry a beat. Yeah. But the majority of them could not. Uh-huh. And there was this one called DJ Rupp, <coughs> Indiana. And this was a song, and I just need everyone to know about it. Okay, this is a song, and it's literally all about being from Indiana. And it's the saddest shit ever, but the song is so good. It's a song about being from the Midwest. Can you think of anything less cool? No. <laughs> it's about the state of Indiana. It's just titled Indiana. And it's about a sad college frat party that yeah. he doesn't even go to the college. Uh huh. So this was my introduction to the Midwest. And I knew that Jack and Jack were from the Midwest. And they rep Nebraska so hard. And he reps Indiana so hard. And mm-hmm. I was like, didn't even know those were states. Yeah. Right? You grow up thinking, what, New York, Texas, California? Yes. That's pretty much it. That's true. This song changed me, and I would urge all of you to go listen to it because maybe it's kind of really fucking good. (laughs) It actually made Indiana secede (laughs) from the U.S. This made me uh, feel proud to be from Indiana. Uh Uh-huh. So... There was this whole like side project of Jack and Jack and then all of their friends because they would all they would all feature on each other's songs. Yeah. And it was this big thing of like they'd be in each other's music video and it was like, oh, my God. Ah! And then you would read the fan fictions and it yeah. would be set in the music video. Okay. And it was just such a cinematic universe. Yeah. That if you weren't there to experience it, I feel so sorry for you. Ugh, damn. I know I, you really missed out. I missed out. Um so I guess, yeah, Nebraska and Indiana are just there. Are they next to each other? I could not tell you. Okay. So they're, somewhere <laughs> in the, they're somewhere in the middle. I do not know. We have established, oh, dude, when we do live shows yeah. and someone throws out, oh, fucking Ohio. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> I'm guessing. I flew here from, don't know where that is. <laughs> yes. Um, wait, uh, so he, they're from Omaha, Nebraska with his childhood friend, Jack Edward Johnson, who was born on uh, 24th of March, 1996 in Omaha and is the son of John Johnson and his wife. Jennifer, a bunch of J's. Bunch of J's. It's a Kardashian sort of situation. It is. Yeah. And they're related to Joe Jonas. <laughs> yes. Jack, um, his brother Jack off. No, his brother Jerk. <laughs> his brother Jerk. His, his brother, brother Jerk it. <laughs> yes. His brother Jerk it. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and his littler brother Jizz Johnson. <laughs> Um, who is also a musician. Uh, Jack Galinsky and Jack Johnson met on the first day of kindergarten. That's actually kind of sweet. They it were, is. They're besties. Yeah. It's like a Rhett and Link situation. Yeah. Um, they were wearing the same shirt and had the same name. Yeah. They spent their childhoods together and became inseparable friends, which developed into a collaboration. They started making short comedy videos and posting them on YouTube. Um, their YouTube mother, Falcon Quagmire. Why am I, like, going to cry? I think it's kind of sweet that they've been together that long. I loved Jack and Jack, dude. I 
Jack and Jack. Mm. Damn. I did actually kind of think they were funny a little bit on They Vine. had some <laughs> Yeah. I can't even say it with a straight face. They had some bangers. And they did. Um, they became quite popular on their YouTube and they expanded to Vine. Oh, so they were originally YouTubers. Mm. I didn't know that. Uh, gradually they became more popular and from 2014 became focused entirely on music. Mm-hmm. Uh, they released two EPs, Calabrasca. So true. Again, um, and Gone and their debut studio album, A Good Friend is Nice. January 2019? Oh, wow. That's so recent. That's like... (laughs) A good friend is nice. Does that not bother anyone else? A good friend is nice. That's like this weird toxic positivity thing. And it's just like, I feel like you could have edited that a little bit. Yeah. So Jack G, is this your boyfriend? Yeah, that's Jack Galinsky. Well, actually, and we do need to address this. Okay. Jack Galinsky and Madison Beer dated for a really long time. What the fuck? Madison Beer, please, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, they dated for a really long time. Jack is so, like, emotionally abusive. Like, leaked audios, leaked videos of him just, like, being a fucking abusive dickhead to her. Oh. And it was, like, this weird turning point where it was, like, ew, you're just, like... Because we like to project our fantasies on these people because yeah. they're not real. But, like, they are real, yeah. and it's upsetting when they fit into that fuckboy dynamic because mm-hmm. that's what they are. Yeah. And, um, oh, my God, if y'all remember that, it was on Twitter, all these audios leaked, and yeah. it was Jack Glinsky was trending for, like, three days straight. It was wild. Mm-hmm. And Jack Johnson was, like, silent. And it was just, oh, what a day. What a day to be on Twitter. But, yeah, that's it's kind of like that's the story with all of these guys. It's like they present as this... Touch your button, buy you pizza. Yeah. You know, like every teenage girl's fantasy of I want to date a rich, famous da da da. Yeah. Um, and they suck mm-hmm. because they have everything they could ever want. You know, no one's ever told them no, sort mm-hmm. of thing. So they're just shitheads. But that I do need to point that out. Okay. There's also Jack Johnson. His net worth has um, also benefited from his collabor- collaboration with Galinsky and his own projects. So have you ever wondered how... This is a question I'm not asking. <laughs> have you ever wondered how rich Jack Johnson is as of early 2019? <laughs> yes. Me waking up in the middle of the night. Oh, my God. <laughs> how rich was Jack Johnson in 2019? Early 2019. Early, <laughs> you appear in my doorway. Yeah. Early 2019. Yeah. Yeah. According to authoritative sources... <laughs> It has been estimated that Galinsky's, Galinsky's net worth is as high as $1.5 million. I'm crying that they like it, they think this sounds so smart. Authoritative sources. They think that that's like, according to yeah. fucking... The authorities. This, this is literally, they asked the police. <laughs> the <laughs> cops have his like, net worth. A couple yeah. million, probably. <laughs> yes. And there's also, I think this one is the one that people... He's a weirdo. Carter Reynolds? Uh... Shit, Stanley linked a video that he said jump scare, and it was something with regards to Jack and Jack, and the video's been taken down. I wonder what it was. Oh, shit. Anyway, Carter Reynolds, um, yeah, he's problematic. I mean, they're all problematic. Taylor Kniff is the super problematic one. Okay. Do you want to talk about Carter Reynolds? Yeah, Carter Reynolds, the next member of the MagCon bus. Oh, my God, I also have to point out, I was at... Who was I standing next to? I was at Stagecoach in april and i was standing oh my god we were watching carrie underwood me and taylor and i look to my right and it's fucking hayes greer i saw him there and i said oh my god 
Ryan. I used to love your brother on Vine. <laughs> He's got some beautiful eyes, boy. You got him too. And you got a pretty mouth. Enjoy Carrie. <laughs> that was how it went. Yes. But um, yeah, wild. These people are still like alive. Yes, they're still alive. They didn't like disappear. Wait, no, that's the phenomenon that I was talking about. Like when I don't see someone for like a couple years, I just assume they died. Object permanence, but with Hayes Greer. Yeah, it, but only Hayes Greer. <laughs> God. He's still alive. Anyway, um, Carter Reynolds was born on the 24th of March, 1996 in North Carolina, the son of his parents. He's got a sister. Wait, we got birthday twins, Carter Reynolds and fucking Jack Johnson. We're born on the same day. Oh, let's go. Let's absolutely go. That's a W for MadCon Girls, WWW. I wonder if they kissed because of that. Um, He had 4.5 million followers on Vine. He's at over 3.3 million followers on Instagram, 2 million on Twitter. (laughs) This article says, impressive, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) He is also popular on YouTube, on which he has more than 780,000 subscribers. Mm. Carter's popularity has steadily increased his wealth. (laughs) Who wrote this? In addition to his videos, he would also advertise brands such as Coca-Cola, Audible, and others. <laughs> two. Two. Two brands. Yeah. Which also contributed to his bank account. What the fuck? Why would they write like this? <laughs> so, have you ever wondered how rich Cardinal Reynolds is? As, as of, of early. As of early 2019? Yeah. According to authoritative sources, once again. I wish there was like a... a Sources cited yeah. at the end. And it's just Carter like, Reynolds. Yeah. yeah the authoritative <laughs> yes. source is just. Uh, when it comes to his. Oh, wait. What's his net worth? $500,000. Not a lot. I mean, if for a kid who's like, like 21 at the time, that's pretty decent. I mean, yeah. But when you got Cameron Dallas at a whopping five mil. I know. I wonder if that's a point of insecurity for him. Dang. Hmm. He's got a girlfriend and he they've been together since 2016. You want to take away Taylor Kniff? Yeah, apparently he's a shithead. Born Taylor Michael Kniff on the 3rd of February 1996 in Princeton, Indiana. He is the son of Kevin Kniff and three siblings, Jordan, Tristan, and Kelly. He started his internet career in 2012 by uploading comedy videos on YouTube and moved to Vine. As his popularity grew, he became a part of MagCon, which helped him improve his career. And although the MagCon group ceased to exist... Uh, officially in 2014, Taylor continued his collabs with other members, especially Cameron Dallas, and featured yes, Dallas. yeah, and featured in the reality series Chasing Cameron. Yes, <laughs> an American classic. Immediately, mm. uh, Taylor has also launched a music career as he formed a hip hop duo. Oh my god, <laughs> hip hop duo with Dylan Rupp. Um, Dylan Rupp is DJ Rupp, dude. Named Two Virgins. Period. Actually, that's a little bit of self awareness. Yeah, I, I don't mind that. Um, so that's like a TMG type of thing. Yeah, it's like they're making fun of themselves and people eat that shit up. Yeah, and it, if it's 2014 and they're like ahead of their time with that, yeah, I guess. Um, Trailblazer mm-hmm. with the Trailblazers. <laughs> Trailblazers. <laughs> um, <laughs> so far, they have released two songs: "Buck Wild" and "Like Who." We go party, Buck Wild. <laughs> it's not ringing any bells. No! <laughs> you bitches. You bitches know that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor has become a rather successful internet personality with millions of followers across social media platforms, which has contributed to his wealth. Uh, so have you ever wondered how rich Taylor Kniff is? In? I have, personally. Yeah. <laughs> Early 2019. According to authoritative sources, again, <laughs> it has been estimated that Kniff's net worth is as high as $2.1 million. <laughs> um, Yeah, and then when it comes to his love life, he's been in a relationship with Ava Ortega. And then there's Aaron Carpenter, not to be confused with... Sorry. Aaron Carpenter, not to be confused with the Aaron other Car- Aaron Carpenter. With Karen Carpenter. Karen, The yes. Carpenters. Um, 
Oh! You don't know this song? <laughs> Shawty bug wow, take a shot, pour a lot. No! You were on fine, Sarah! Not that side. Failing me, dude. We were on different sides. Yeah. I will agree. Damn, that was a throwback for anybody who needed it today. <laughs> on your morning commute. Yes. On your afternoon drive home. Just listen to... Listen to... Can I talk? We just activated your CPTSD. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I miss... If you could go back to any year, where would you go? Um, fuck, any year. Mm-hmm. Oh... Oh, like to fix something or to like relive it? To relive it. Oh no, everything's so bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh god! <laughs> yeah. Flooding back. Yes, I had therapy this morning. That's the worst question. That oh my god. Um, fucking. When were you happiest? <laughs> oh no, it's all so subjective. I want to say twenty nineteen. Fair. Yeah. That was a miserable year for me. Really? Until the very end. Yeah. That's why I want to go back. Yeah. No. You want to see me suffer? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wait, no. Which year would you go back to? 2013 to 2014. Really? Easily. Especially because we're in this like indie revival right now. Yeah. Like we are absolutely, like the 1975 Arctic Monkeys are back. Like the aesthetics coming back. It's just so, I'm here for it because I wanted to live that truthfully yeah. in high school, but I had a strict military dad. I yeah. couldn't wear fishnets and smudged eyeliner to school. I'd get my ass beat. Yeah. So now I can. You said that there's an indie revival. Uh, Kendall Jenner recently wore like a flower dress. I saw that. Black tights. They, they roasted her, but yeah. also like, y'all want to be her so bad. Something's about to happen. Yes. There's something in the water. There's a shift. I know. Something shifted. But I totally get that. I mean, I was thinking about that. I feel like 2011 would have been nice. Uh, I, 2011's so I, too. It's my junior year of high school. Oh, I was I was a small infant in the womb. I know. <laughs> you you were born post 9-11. I um, was. Yeah. I what? No, I wasn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was about it for 1997. Oh, well, I don't remember <laughs> yes. it. Damn. Um, there's also Aaron Carpenter. He was born October 5th, 1998. So he's four years, exactly four years younger than me. You're a Libra. Libra. Yes. I knew it. In Shreveport, Louis Shreveport Louisiana. That is the third mention of Louisiana on this episode. And oh. that's an omen that I'm going to die in Louisiana. You and Aaron Carpenter are going to die together. <laughs> hand in hand. On the same gator tour. <laughs> <laughs> on swamp tour. Yes. The son of Brandy Carpenter and Becky Anderson. Bra Brandy is such a cute name. Brandy, yeah. Uh, Brandy. I think that's his dad, though. Brandy for a man? Brandy Carpenter I like and that. Becky Anderson? Becky's the mom. Maybe they're lesbians. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, he has an older sister and a brother named Dustin. Like other MagCon members, Aaron began uploading videos to Vine, quickly attracted a lot of followers. In order to get his career on the next level, he started collabing with other Vine stars, and that brought him into MagCon. You know what I love about all of these bios? Is they're all so different S and unique. Yeah. It's almost like you just switched out parent <laughs> names, date of birth, follower count. I love how they each have a clear and definable shtick. You know that there's going to be a question at the end that asks, do you ever wonder how much they made in early 2019? And I do. Yeah, and I'm really happy that they predict that about us each time. I know. Like, actually, none of these bios are telling me anything. Mm -hmm. What are they doing? I don't know. Come on, authoritative sources. What authoritative are they sources? doing? Authoritative sources. What is Aaron Carpenter's inspiration for his content? Oh, 
sorry, I just skipped ahead to Matthew Espinoza. He's, I forgot, he's from where I went to, he went to high school where I went to high school. Yeah, he's a southern boy. He No, Woodbridge, Virginia. Well, that is the south, that is but that is Nova. <laughs> he's a Nova kid. Any Nova kids here? You know, I used to live in Smithfield, Virginia. Really? Yeah. Was your dad uh, stationed there? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. The, whatever that is. It was, I went to school around Lake Chesapeake Bay in Norfolk in like fourth and fifth grade. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I went to college in Norfolk. I was a fifth grader. And you were 24? I wasn't in college when you were a fifth grader. <laughs> you never know. Yes. You'll never know. Um, he shared his child, uh, Matthew Espinoza. His parents' name, Dylan and Ryan, are his brother's sister, Kristen. He was a family member, made jokes. They started growing up, made Let's comedy. Let's skip to the real important stuff. What do the authoritative sources the say? The authoritative sources suggest, um, you know, he's followed by more than 3.8 million people. Actually, this one doesn't say his income. Oh, you oh, know. it does. The authoritative sources, it's $2.5 million. Let's which is, fucking go. Which is rather decent, don't you think? <laughs> what no the way. fuck? No Matthew's popularity has steadily increased his wealth over the years, and now in 2019, according to authoritative sources, his wealth is estimated at 2.5 million, which is rather decent, don't you think? Matthew's like really questioning his worth right now. Read the next part. Undoubtedly, his wealth will increase further, assuming that he successfully continues his career. Undoubtedly, his success will increase further. This is fan fiction, but like a finance bro wrote it. Yeah. Um, in regards to his love life, Matthew is in a relationship with Jessica Serafity. Um. Serafity, uh, the couple was together since 2016. Damn, dude. All right, I want to do, we're going to do an in memoriam section. Yes. Because Stanley would put like a remembering MagCon thing. We have to do a where are they now? Mm -hmm. Tragically, they were all in a plane that crashed into a mountain. Oh, come on. Okay, no. Not true. No, they were hit by a bus. I want you guys to um, close your eyes. If you're driving right now, <laughs> close your eyes. Yes. And imagine. And if you can't close your eyes, turn around. Yes. <laughs> if you can't close your eyes, just <laughs> look in the rear view. Fucking figure it out. Yeah. Um, I want you to imagine it's the end of a biopic. Mm -hmm. Which, do you say that biopic? Bi biopic. Bi I say biopic, but yeah. I've heard biopic. Um, bi biopic. First of all, that's when they go in and take a skin graft. Yes. That's a biopic. <laughs> a biocket posse. It's a picture of your biological father. Close your eyes and imagine we're at the end of the MagCon biopic. It's black and white. They're all have their hands in the middle and they're one, two, three, fucking misogyny or whatever they would say. <laughs> yes. Arms go in the air. It's slow motion. Freeze frame. We have each of the boys come up smiling and it says their birthday and the day that it is today because why not? Mm -hmm. And it says, Sean Mendez. Of all members, Sean Mendez has become a household name. Uh, he's got music out, songs like Senorita, Stitches, and Mercy, instant radio hits. He even got to open up for Taylor Swift. If that's not enough, he's been nominated for three Grammy Awards. This is actually really impressive. Yeah, actually. He's been in a relationship with longtime friend Camila Cabello. He confirmed the relationship in 2020, and then they broke up. Great bio, yeah. right? Next, we go to the next one. Keep your eyes closed <laughs> if you're <Sorry>. driving. <laughs> Jack and Jack. Slim similar to Sean, former MagCom members, uh... They had a few singles, Wildlife, and Like That, which hold over 80 million views. Oh, my God. Since then, the two have released two EPs. They're going their separate ways now. And they went on the Jack, or what? Huh? Sorry. <laughs> 
pause. Was that good? There's a pause. You're There's a pause in the immersive experience. What? Who's there? <laughs> a pause in the guided meditation because I'm paranoid. Yes. Is that a knock on the door? I love the idea of like a YouTube guided meditation, but it's just <laughs> kids, shut up. Hey, no. All right, now squeeze your toes right. and your calves. Now cut back to releasing your body. Mm-hmm. Um, they went on the Zach Sang show, and Jack Galinsky said, we did what we came to do, what we need to do, and we're not done. He said when talking about the future of Jack and Jack, if you want to get your Jack and Jack fix in, the two plus friends have a podcast, Parental Advisory Show, you can listen to. That sounds hauntingly similar to our podcast parental advisory show violating community guidelines mm-hmm. parental advisory yeah you bitches want to be us so bad <laughs> it's like embarrassing <laughs> yes. at this point give it up nash greer since then he released cash dash an iphone game with magcon alum cameron dallas and hayes greer they also had a clothing bland <laughs> clothing bland they also bled a clothing bland released through bear Postal. So they had something released through Aeropostale. Um, Nash started acting. They had a baby boy named Malachi. Christian. Mm-hmm. And then he's making YouTube videos, I guess. Uh-huh. Good for him. They reside in California where they raise their son and often go on hikes together. We should try to find them. They are actually... <laughs> stalk them. Yeah. They are actually kind of like a very cute couple, honestly. Cameron Dallas. He's... Um, <laughs> Uh, Nash and Cameron shared a lot in their earlier days. Together, they released an app and a clothing brand with Aeropostale. Nash, however, is con- uh, completely done with MagCon, and Cameron still believed there was hope to continue its legacy, aside from working. The legacy of what? MagCon. Uh, you I'm- know what its legacy is? The Hype House. The Sway oh, House. Yeah, yeah, Like, MagCon ran. Wait. MagCon walked. MagCon humped the floor. <laughs> yeah. So the Hype House <laughs> could, could hump minors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt got on the floor so Logan Paul could drive cars to yes, his pool. So Logan yeah. Paul could interview Liam Payne. Yeah. It's all, it's all, you know. It's connected. Yeah, the history of the human life, so. Mm-hmm. What, is, I mean, it's all the same. Cameron I- Dallas had a, a single... Uh, called She Bad in 2015. In 2020, he released an album, Dear Scarlet, and appeared as Aaron Samuels in the Mean Girl musical on Broadway? Oh, shit. Cameron Dallas is on Broadway? Mm. Cameron Dallas Broadway. Making his Broadway debut in a limited run in the New York production of Mean Girls beginning January 14th. Good for him. I think. Once again, he's pretending to be a high schooler. Yeah. Matthew Espinoza's acting career was in a movie called Be Somebody. Flop. Aaron Carter. Um, <laughs> Aaron Carpenter. Aaron, Aaron Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> he launched a music career, signed with Capitol Records in 2019. He's dating Selena Gomez's best friend, Connor Franklin. Penis in mouth. (laughs) (laughs) 
Connor, C-O-N-N-A-R. Aaron Carpenter, gay or straight? Oh, someone took a quiz. He's 64% gay. <laughs> Buzzfeed quiz. What does that mean? Moving on. Mahogany Locks. She's uh makes music. In 2020. Oh, did you know this? Her song on TikTok was I can take you man if I want to. Oh shit. That's Mahogany Locks, dude. Oh my god. She still makes music like that. She is so smart. Yeah. Um she posts with her boyfriend Carlos Esparza. Taylor Kniff. Uh, toured with MagCon until 2017. Oh my god. The last known post of the original MagCon members was in 2020. That is way too fucking late to be carrying on MagCon. Yeah, let it go. That was like, MagCon peaked in 2014. 2020? You're still doing it six years later, dude? And you're finding time to be transphobic in between all that? Dude, I mean, but also, schedule. the audience members are, how, how, how are they still there? That's a great question. They graduated middle school. I grew up with you. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. That's um I keep lifting my arms and you can see my sweat. But like I I know you guys were super excited to learn about all eight of these boys. Yeah, and I'm really excited that we could share this with you. Mm-hmm. And, and the authoritative sources. And the authoritative sources um aforementioned herein. Mm-hmm. And so now I really want to show you guys a Magcon Vine compilation. And this is what we were talking about earlier, it's Shaman just singing. Like, sing, bitch. Like, hold on. Period. Yeah. Like, that is how you do it. Mm -hmm. You had to find, oh, my God, on Vine, I remember this. They picked, like, the best little clip of the song or, like, one that uh, it was a challenge to do, like, a a riff or a run to do. It was a challenge. That is, I remember seeing content like that. Yeah. He was probably one of the first to really find success from doing that. Mm -hmm. Wow. You want to get in the, no? All right, yo, she's going to call the cops. Okay, Miley, how do you feel when you're touching metal? Holy shit! You fall. Best impression of the kid who got separated from his group of friends in a cell battery just died. Go. Bad. Ew. Ew. I have to turn it off actually right now. And I'm actually, I would like to apologize for anyone that I've ever said I like Jack Linsky because that just gave me the ick. And we have to delete it. Mm-hmm. We have to have this video taken down okay. off of the internet. Yeah, someone copyright claim this. Um, Holy shit. This is the thing though, is like when I was watching these at the time, I was like, there's no boys like this at my school. <laughs> <laughs> and for good reason. <laughs> but there were, because what's special about them? There is nothing special about what they were doing online. It's just the fact that they were one of the first to do yeah, it. Yeah. To realize like, holy shit, we can manipulate an entire generation of young girls online mm-hmm. into like simping after us, basically. Yeah. And monetize it. Yeah. They were just the first to do it. Going on tour so people could take a picture with you kissing your cheek? Yeah. Or like, Jack, hold me. Like, holding them bridal style? That was it. People They're, paid money for that. Their legs are buckling. Literally. <laughs> yeah. And I was one of them. I really <laughs> was. I even, I did a video on my YouTube um, going through my Wattpad. Had some Jack Glinsky fanfic in there. Oh, my God. Just, like, insane. Yeah. So, I don't miss this time. We're 30 seconds in and I can't. This is a 20-minute video. I can't do it. But a 20-minute video of six-second vines. Yeah, that's so many vines. That's almost 40. That's like at least 40. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, I think... No. Oh, that scared me. <gasps> that's great. Bye-bye. <laughs> Wait, we didn't touch on this. Nash Greer, one of his big things was his younger sister. Oh, my God, that's right. Is she in this? Or not. Oh, Sarah, I can't. 
my god! Sing! <laughs> this dude was so fucking annoying! Uh -huh. That's Carter Reynolds. Yeah. He was the- he sexually assaulted someone. Oh, I, I'm sure they all did. Don't dick with Sean. <gasps> I cannot believe Sean Mendes was in this group. All right. I think we're, oh, I think that we're good though. It's just so not funny. Mm -hmm. Your face right now sums up. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that has been MadCon. I have to do a YouTube video reacting to this whole video. Okay. So look out for that, you guys. I'm going to do that. Holy shit. <sighs> I've got to go pee and I'm sweating through my shirt. But I think what we can learn from this is while they're not good, um, well, Shawn Mendes is great. I, yeah. I think that they were the first um, and they definitely like influenced the Hype House and touring um, for people who are less talented. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The ability to monetize young attention from young girls. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Yeah. So you got to give them that. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, this has been an episode of Violating the Community, Community Guidelines. Guidelines. Make sure to like, subscribe on our YouTube channel. Follow us on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, any place you get your podcasts. Yes. Um, rate us five stars. Leave a comment saying how much you love us. Please. Tell us that we're beautiful. Mm. Would you like to go on a date? Would you like to buy me dinner? Okay. Because I buy people dinner all the time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thanks, guys. All right, we're good. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.